Hello everyone, short and sweet parenting tips here. COVID-19 pre-launch series number nine called There Is No I in Shore. I've really been looking forward to doing an episode on kids helping around the house during self-isolation. As with many of my parenting approaches, necessity was the mother of invention when I started involving my girls with doing chores because it was during Robbie's one-year deployment. Just to give you a context, the girls were three and eight at the time. After Robbie left, I had my hands full with the girls. They were struggling and restless, not to mention emotionally fragile because their dad was gone. Needless to say, the task of keeping up with housework seemed impossible. Then it hit me. I had two able-bodied kids. Yes, their skills were limited, but I saw raw talent. They were just lumps of clay, waiting to be formed into... Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Sorry, I got a little carried away there. I don't know what I was doing. Anyway, the girls had an afternoon nap and quiet time, usually followed by a snack. I decided that after snack, they would help me with an age-appropriate job. For example, dusting, cleaning windows, wiping down cabinets... By the way, the only cleaner I would let the girls freely use was watered-down white vinegar in a spray bottle. They each picked out one of the smaller bottles at the store, and I sharpied their names on it. Believe it or not, though, having their own personalized cleaner seemed to make all the difference in the girls getting excited about helping. I also began working with the older one on cleaning her bathroom. In her creative gusto, she seemed to always have some messy project going on in the bathroom. So it was rarely ever presentable, and it also happened to be the guest bathroom. She did already have a baseline skill in cleaning, so she was responsible for the mirror and counter. Now she is a free thinker and did not want my instructions or advice. So very reluctantly I said, okay, gave her the bathroom cleaning supplies, and walked off. She took a while, and I have no idea as to the hows, but the counter and mirror were decently clean. The mirror still had some streaks, so I showed her how to check it at an angle and then instructed her to clean the smudges. Let me highlight three important keys demonstrated in this first example. One, let your kiddos work alongside you at the beginning. Give them a duster or a wet rag and make sure they participate in helping you. Two, Resist dictating to your kids how to clean something. Instead, offer to show them your approach. Some personalities are eager to glean from your wisdom. For the independent types, though, you can only give them the supplies and some general expectations. Be sure, though, to limit paper towels. They should never use up a whole roll. That's just hypothetically speaking there. Okay, three, do not redo their work for them. That's part of the learning This teaches them your expectations and helps them learn that doing a satisfactory job means working to some set standard. That doesn't mean you can't help them do it correctly. But if you go behind them and do the work the way you want it, that defeats their sense of accomplishment and can damage their self-esteem. If you must have it a certain way, work with them afterwards. Or... Let it go. (laughs) That's what I've learned to do, and I'm a type A control freak. Laundry was the second thing to tackle. It was not necessarily the amount of laundry. It was me washing and putting away clothes that weren't even dirty. 
They were worn for five minutes and then thrown in the hamper or mixed on the floor with messy, sweaty socks, nasty shoes, ice cream sandwich wrappers. (sighs) Am I alone in this? Anyway, I was determined that I would not continue to wash clean laundry when I was taxed on so many other fronts. I gave them one week to keep things put away or they would need to start doing their own laundry. They made zero effort to keep track of their clean clothes. So the next week, they learned how to do laundry. After that, I stood aside and didn't watch over their shoulders except to make sure they were safe. Then as things came up, I gave them some tips or showed them how something needed to be done with a brief explanation. Believe it or not, they embraced this. They somehow agreed to do their laundry together. I honestly don't remember how. And then they divvied up who did what. I'll post a picture of the two girls doing the laundry with Katie sitting atop the front load washer, pouring the detergent, and Brooke with half her body inside loading the clothes. Remember, they were three and eight. But I would have never done this if Robbie hadn't been gone and if I wasn't desperate. The positive effect it had on the girls, though, blew my mind. It still does as their sense of purpose, self-confidence, and self-worth grow, even now during the pandemic. They take turns helping us cook dinner at night in addition to daily jobs assigned above and beyond their normal chores. Do they ever complain? Of course. Will there be a lot of pushback at the beginning for you? Expect it, especially if your kids haven't been participating in things like this in the past. So these two examples I've given you provide some step-by-step information on how incorporating this might look, especially in smaller children. Now for a few other tried and true ideas that are creative, effective, and sometimes even fun. One of the easiest things with your toddler or preschooler is to put their plates and cups and bowls in a lower cabinet where they can reach them. It's not a big thing, but it starts them toward being responsible for themselves. Plus, you aren't jumping up from the dinner table when they want a bowl or a spoon or another fork because they dropped theirs. They can even set the table with their own dinnerware. Now, this might take some cabinet rearranging in your house, but if it's at all possible, give it a try. Second suggestion, if the main living area is cluttered with everyone's stuff, play the kids' favorite song at max decibels and make a goal that you will all work together to pick up public areas before the song is over. Maybe have a bag or tote for each person's stuff if you think that'll help. Another approach is to post a list of house cleaning items for each day of the week for every member of the family. I detailed this in podcast two on control, but the idea is to assign children a little house cleaning per day, of course, based on their capabilities and age. For my girls, a daily chore didn't appeal to them, especially when school was in. They chose to bulk them all on Sunday afternoons. That meant me making peace with the fact that as long as the chores got done every week, I had to let go of micromanaging what day they would do them. Here is another idea you might try if you think it might fit your family dynamics. This works best with multiple children. Write down all the jobs you need done for the day. Kids pick which jobs they do, but the first kid to start working gets top pick from the to-do list. The second kid to start helping gets second pick, etc. Now you can decide if you want the kids to do more than one job or each just pick one from the list. This approach rewards initiative and might be enough to motivate your kids to get things done. If you want to encourage older kids to help around the house more, use an abbreviated version of the three keys. 
show them how, let them do it their way, and then let it go or work with them to bring it to a reasonable standard. If they are unmotivated, check out my three-part series on motivation and accountability, especially part two on incentives. Now, every kid is different, so you may have to puzzle out what truly deep down will motivate your kiddos. Don't give up on finding out what it is and get creative. Or just ask them. (laughs) Communication will never disappoint as long as you do it with respect. You might wonder about paying kids to help around the house. After much thought, we decided to not pay the girls or have the chores tied to their allowances. Instead, we consider chores part of being a team-focused family and giving an allowance is an aspect of that too. There will be a future podcast on allowances where I will give more background, details, and suggestions on this. If the girls really want to earn extra money, though, they can do additional chores and get paid for it. For sure, teaching your kids how to do chores takes an upfront investment of time and patience. During the coronavirus, we might be good on time, but the patience part may be our limiting factor here. Invest your time now for long-term gains in self-esteem and a work ethic in your kids while developing their skill set, including how to self-motivate. Your hard work up front will be rewarded when you see the positive effects that pitching in will have on your kids. Just remember these three keys. Show them how, let them do it their way, and then let it go or work with them on how to do it correctly. Before we finish, I'd like to announce that June 30th is the official launch date of this podcast, so we will start winding down the special COVID-19 episodes. Keep a lookout for more information and some giveaways. That closes this short and sweet parenting tip. It's not always easy right now, but remember the importance of a positive attitude because that's what's contagious.